Today on The Educators, from our great moments on the show to the topics we did not always agree on, we're taking a look back at some of our favorite moments from season seven. Then, we have all heard the term hindsight is 2020, but is reflection always necessary? We're sharing the importance of reflecting and also how to keep moving forward in your life. So, let's get started. The Educators with Coach Donnell Jerome, Andrew Fred, and me, Danny Anderson. The Educator starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Educator. Now, we have been having so much fun this season that today we thought it would be nice for us to go back to look back on some of our favorite, favorite moments from this season. And me and Andrew, we have had many great moments on to the show this season and also our past season. So let's get started. We're going to take a stroll down memory lane um, with our first clip, which is Andrew's favorite moment. So check it out. So in case you haven't been um, listening to our podcast for the past, I don't know, two to three months now, about just mass mandates and you know just last week we talked about mass mandates now you know new jersey governor decides to drop mass mandate well a few days after that episode came out um <laughs> um governor cooper uh, he wants schools and counties and uh, to lift mass mandates. Okay. Um, he's saying, he said, uh, citing the state's improved fi- vaccination rate and the COVID-19 decline virtuance, um, he wants to, he's calling on North Carolina uh, cities, schools, school boards to end their mass mandates. Um, And I quote, as a result of all these factors, I encourage schools and local governments to end end their mass mandates. Mm -hmm. And as right now, at the time of this recording, which is February 19, 2022, this Friday, so the day that, uh, well, sorry, this Friday, um, of next week, um, the city of Raleigh will will have masks to to be optional. Okay, will have masks um, optional. Um, so, Mr. Cody Kinsley said he encourages schools to move to virtual voluntary masking starting March seventh. Uh, which is at the discretion of local authorities. As of right now, they are a majority of the state's 115 school districts are making masks optional instead of required. Um, he, Governor Cooper said, should uh, people in business should make their own decisions on whether they want to wear their masks in public settings. Masks will still be required in healthcare settings long-term care facilities, public transportation to comply with federal regulations. Um, Out of that 115, out of those 115, only 
Where are you? Only 55 school districts require face masks required and 60, they say, is optional. Um, like, like I told you last week, how Johnson County decides to drop their mask requirements will is also being discussed by Chatham County. And of course, um, Wake County is, is on standby as well into March 1st. So, and we, myself, actually got an email from them saying masks will be optional, um, but the date for that is yet to be determined. So, I guess the, 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 the big question is, well, I'm going to ask myself this question. Am I going to am I going to continue to wear masks? Yes. Cuz see the thing is I don't want my students to see you know all yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. I don't need my students to at me, okay? Um but I I think it's a, it's in the right direction. Um the cases are low. Um, the, the, va the vaccination rate is going up. So I, I, I do, and it's not like, oh, you have to wear a mask. It's optional. So it's just for the ones that are healthcare, um, public transportation. Those are the ones that are like, you must have to wear a mask. Um, but Again, it's not like, damn it, wear a mask. Well, I can't serve you. No, it's not like that anymore. It's it's optional. Yeah. So, what is your what is your your thoughts on this? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You don't like it. I know. Yeah, I know yeah, you don't yeah, like it. I was it. just about to say that. But <laughs> well, I'll, I mean, I'll, the the cases are low, and. With, with, let me tell you guys this here, okay? I know we had many topics, you know, discussing about this, you guys, for what, for what, the past two seasons of the show. Um, and I believe, you know, I, I, I gave my take onto it onto last week's show. You guys, this is just me. This is, this is just me. This is how I feel. Um, so, get it that COVID cases are dropping. I get that. But, and I get now that, you know, some governors um, are, you know, are planning to do this for their states, you know, let it be optional. In which I get, that's fine. My only problem is the schools that is my issue right there. I get it if masks can be optional, you know, at a restaurant or whatever. But at schools, I'm sorry. I am sorry, but our students' needs and our teachers, everybody at schools needs to keep on wearing the mask. It needs to be required. I'm sorry. This is just how I feel because... Oh, we don't know when this is going to end. We don't know if 
if there's possibly going to be another variant out into the next several months, maybe. Who knows? I just, I don't know. I just, you, you, you guys, I, ever since we have been talking about this onto our shows, you guys see where I am quite staying in the same. I'm always staying in the same and I'm not moving, you know, into another direction. Because I don't know. I don't, especially with, 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 I believe, if I'm right on this, Andrew, correct me, that our little ones, like five and under, they're not, what, quite vaccinated just yet. They don't have a vaccine for them, if I'm right about that. But our other students, you know, they are, and they, and they can get vaccinated. But I just... To me, it's all happening too soon. That that's just with me. It's it's all happening too very soon. So that that's that's all. That's it. That, that is it all I have to say. Give my take on that. You guys are probably disagree with me. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe one day, maybe. I'm gonna rethink this and probably come back, you know, onto the show saying, okay, I see what I, but as of right now, you guys, it needs, the mask needs to be required into our schools. That's just with me, that is with me. Everywhere else, so okay, it could be optional. But in today, you guys, I went before, Andrew, you, ha you have something for me. Just, just let me say this real quickly. Um, today, I went grocery shopping, okay? Of course, you know, I always, you know, whenever I go somewhere, you guys, I'm always wearing my mask. Okay. I see lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people. They don't have one their mask, especially little children and older people. And I'm just like, because I, because I know because I could tell, I, I I can look at someone. I don't know, you guys, this, this is probably like my gift. I don't know, from God, I don't know. But I can tell that most of these people, they are not vaccinated. How do I know that? Don't, I don't know, don't ask me. I, I could just tell that's a gift that God gave me, but I don't know. But it just bugs me that at the start of this pandemic, you had lots of people, they want to wear the mask. Then, you know, it was required. They did, a, you know, a mask mandate. We all had to wear it. Then, now, it could be optional because now we got the vaccine, we got this and that, people could get booster shots. Okay. But with me, if I, and no, you guys, I have not got my vaccine and not had my booster shot. But if I did, if I did, I am still going to wear a mask to per also protect myself and others around me, especially children and and um, the elderly people. Okay, Andrew, what is you have to say to me? Lay it on me. So, when do you think is the 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 first time? Um, 
will you think when will you think masks will be optional for for schools? Hmm. Because you have you have some teachers that are vaccinated, fully right. vaccinated. You yeah. have some that only got one dose of the vaccine. You yeah. also have students, um, primarily, I'm going to say primarily because you have primarily middle school and high school students getting their vaccine. So my think, my question to you is, when would it be the best time to have masks to be optional in schools? For me, until all students, elementary, middle, and high school students, everybody had at least got gotten a vaccine. Until everyone at schools gets a vaccine and, you know, they're not potentially spreading the disease, the virus one day. Um, it, 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 it's until everyone gets it, that, that, that's just with me, then it could be optional for everyone. What is it, Andrew? What? I was about to say, you have some parents. Yeah. That doesn't want their child to be vaccinated. Exactly. I was about to get into that. It's, I'm exactly. like, you have some yeah. parents that does not want your child to be vaccinated. So exactly. how do you... Exactly. How do you feel about that? Well, <laughs> how do I feel about that? That's with them. That is with them, the parents. If that's their decision for themselves and for their child, okay. Okay. We are not going to pressure you into getting the a vaccine. And, 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 and that is what I like most about it, that it's optional. It is not required for us to get it. You took in the vaccine. I haven't, and I'm not planning on to, because I still, you guys, and I think I'll talk about this early on into this season, and then probably back in season five, because I wasn't on for season six, um, that I'm just, you guys, yes, yes. Okay, and then let me just lay this out on all of you guys. At the very start of this pandemic, okay, the very start of this pandemic, we was all like, what in the world are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because people wasn't listening to the science, they wasn't listening to Dr. Fauci and this and that. Okay. Yes. On occasion, I watch the news that I trust, which is the CDC of what, and then, and then also with them, well, with, with the CDC, I am seeing because the CDC, they are expected to relax on mass mandates. And I just want to show you guys what the ladies of the view, they talk about this on here what, and what and what are, it's not this week or today, what are their thoughts on to the CDC um, with this new change here. Today, the <laughs> CDC is looking to ease mask mandates by next week 
if case numbers keep trending in the right direction, which is down. But a lot of Americans are done waiting. Parents in one San Francisco school district voted out three board members over concerns that they weren't prioritizing, really doing the right thing for their kids in school. Some people are warning Democrats that keeping mandates for too long could be political liability, but we're just saying they're changing the mandate. So that's going out the window. What should, the co what should we be concerned about really right now? Personally? Personally. Okay. Personally. Personally, I listen to the little voice in my head mm -hmm. that doesn't really follow 100% what they tell me because mm -hmm. they keep changing it. Yep. Right. So, like, very short time ago, they were saying, put the N95 masks right. on, and, they, and now they make sure it's a, And now they're saying you don't have to wear them anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I, if I go on the subway, mm -hmm. if I go in a bus, if I go into the theater, if I go into, um, where else would I a go? A crowded spot. A crowded yes. place. Crowd. I would wear a mask, and I might do that indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Because why do I need a flu or a cold even? Right. That's and true. so I'm listening to myself right now. I sort of, li I mean, I don't think it's 100% safe yet. No, I, I worry about the kids, right? Because oh, no. we know that there are kids under five that are in preschool that can't be vaccinated. We know that uh, kids from five to 12 are the least vaccinated in the country. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I still worry about them. I mean, there are effects from the Omicron variant uh, that we don't even know about. And I am with Joy Behar on that, you guys. I am. At this point, I, I'm just I, I'm I'm just quite listening to myself of what I think it's safe because they are constantly changing. And to me, I don't feel safe. They should not do this, governors. This this it's too soon for me. It is too soon to do this with the mask mandates. It is. It is so too soon for this. And I don't get why. And I get it, you guys. But what if? You don't know, you guys. You don't possibly know that the cases, it could go back up. Okay? We could possibly have another virus, uh, a variant out there that we don't know about as of now. To me, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe around others. That is why I'm going to keep on wearing my mask in all places. So, Andrew, your thoughts, your take on this? With me, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, part of me wants to do that mass optional because I'm fully vaccinated and kind of like what uh, Damien said, you know, you have those people that are not vaccinated. So I'm kind of I'm kind of 50/50 on that. I'm kind of 50/50. Um if it again it's not a requirement no. No, for no, no, people no. to get the vaccine. It's not a requirement. It's not we're just telling you and we're just telling you the information and then whatever you do with that information is totally fine with you. Yeah. Uh, unlike Fox News. Um, but anyway. Um, um, but if, if people start actually listen to the, 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 the news, except Fox News, um, and actually get vaccinated, 
we could see those vaccination numbers go up. We could see those COVID cases, COVID nineteen cases going down um, if 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 they are getting vaccinated. Now, again, it's totally up to them. We're not forcing you. We're not no, no. convincing you. Like we're not doing that. We're just telling you the information, and then whatever you do with the information is totally fine. Um, we. Me personally, of this mass optional thing, I I, I feel like it should be. I I, sh I feel like they should dig a little bit deeper for that one. I feel like because you have some people that are not vaccinated, they're not fully vaccinated. I feel like the people that are fully vaccinated. They don't, it's optional for them to wear a mask. For the people that either does not have a vaccine shot or have not have a dose of the vaccine or even has one dose of the vaccine should continue to wear their mask until they are fully vaccinated. Now for schools, it's a toss-up. And the reason why I'm saying it's a toss-up because you have those students that are not vaccinated because of their parents. So yeah, and, 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 and you have some students that are that are fully vaccinated. So all right. Um yeah, I know that was a very long conversation that we had on that day. Um, so um, we could do this very quickly here, Andrew, um, before we go to break. Why did you, why, why was this a particular important conversation? Why was this one of your favorite moments from this season? Um, because with this topic, it was a whole lot of... Of course, what is going on right now is the COVID-19. And right now, the cases are going lower. And now some of the schools are having the option for students and staff to have masks to be optional. So I think the reason why I picked this is because it has, it's informational. Uh, we... Yep share our thoughts about it uh we you know even though we did have some disagreements but right. at the end we we both agree that now is not the time you know to have mass to be optional yeah absolutely absolutely and that is why you know we have these you know important conversations onto the show and just like you said um yeah we you know we, you know, at some point, you know, during that conversation, we had disagree, but, you know, at the end, you know, we both, you know, agree on to saying that, you know, now it's not the time, the right time, but uh, yeah, these, you know, it's, you guys, this, this is the world that we're living in right now, okay, this story that we're living in, and, you know, we, we got to keep on having these types of conversations. So um, we're, we're, we're going to take a break, you guys, because it's time. And we're going to be right back um, sharing more of our favorite moments from this season of season seven of The Educator. So stay right there. You're watching The Educator. 
welcome back to the educator so um today you guys we are sharing some of our favorite moments from this season and now it's time to check out another clip but this time is one of my favorites so check it out so black students need black teachers so let me i don't know before before we actually dive in let me ask you a question real quick What, who was your first African-American, okay, let me say this, let me, let me ask you this question, let me answer this question. What was your first African-American teacher? Um, and I know we already had this conversation before early on. Um, um, in past seasons. I never had a black teacher. Never, 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 never. In middle, when I enter middle school, I had a black female um, principal. Um, then when I went to high school, I had a black assistant principal, a man assistant principal and then he turned into a principal so I never had a black an actual black teacher okay all right so all right so for all right so for me my very first one was I would say elementary. Uh, what was the special call? It was like computer or something, computer technology or something. That's the very first one. Middle school, which uh, which was Mr. Brown, uh, Jim. And then, not until seventh grade, had Mr. J. Bread math. All right. So, as we can, as we can, like, we can go on and on about this. But just know that there are not many, there are not many, like, teachers. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Out in the profession. That's sad. Okay. That is so sad. Go ahead, Andrew. I, I um, wait until you finish go ahead so even i mean even myself so here we are now what 10 11 12 12 years later and we're coming in in the education field especially the school that i work at there are not many there are not many African there mm, yeah, there's not many African American uh teachers out there. Now mm -hmm. there is several. There is several. I, I will tell you that. There is several. But however, for me, I feel like there is not enough. I mean, yes, I have an African American African American female as this principal. And I have one, 
one teacher, one LSE teacher, and then you have myself. And then you have, I've got one, uh, you have a elective teacher, you have an English teacher. Actually, another elective teacher, sorry, that's two. But again, that just should show that there's not enough diversity. There's not enough diversity. And there, there, there's not enough. And I feel like if we don't put in more African-American males into the teacher profession, because I can understand, they're like, because they always... Don't, don't, don't. They always call you miss. And it's not miss, it's mister. And they use the excuse, there are other female teachers. Which, okay, look, that to me sounds like a problem. Like, how come you have majority, I'm going to say 75% of your staff, females, and only 25% males. That is a problem. That, that should tell you guys and something. To dig it more, to, to dissect even further, out of those 25% of those that are, out of that 25%, I would say about 10%. Are males. That is a problem. That is a huge problem. Absolutely. It's you know, black students who have even one black teacher during elementary school are more likely to graduate high school and consider college. Black students with black teaching experience less exploratory discipline, coach, and fewer office visits, coach, a crucial break in the school to pro 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 school to prison pipeline, which is a disturbing widespread trend in which school discipline interactions leads to interaction with the criminal Jews justice system you know not only bad students who benefit from being taught by black teachers research has shown that students of color believe teachers of the same race hold them higher expectations as we do <laughs> as we do and be more cultural sensitive than your than than other people yeah that is true and you and you and you see why we get on them as much because we want them to succeed. We want them to succeed. We want them to, to move forward. We want them to be, to graduate high school, to graduate college. Because if we don't have that, who knows where they're gonna end up. They'll drop out of high school. They were not considered college. 
then we're not do that. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. So yeah, yeah, you guys, um, you know, yeah, like I said, well, I know I didn't quite said as much, but you could check out, you got the full conversation onto that, um, onto our YouTube channel. But yeah, that, that is an issue. That is an issue and that is a problem into our education system. That is, you guys, that is. I, I can't, uh, I, and I, this is what I really mainly talk about, you guys, going to my other show, then we talk about education. I can't stress this enough, you guys. We are important. Seriously, you guys, we are important. We matter. And let me just, you guys, read you a study from here. Then I'm going to add on to my two cents. Then we're going to go to break. Why are Black teachers, why are they important, you guys? And why we need to have them, especially our Black kids? Why they need to see more of them into the classroom? It's because Black students who are exposed to Black teachers by third grade were 13 percent more likely to enroll in college and if kids had two black if children had two black teachers by third grade the likelihood of college enrollment jumped to 32 percent and get this right here research shows that black teachers tend to hold slightly higher expectations for their black students and black educators are more likely to use reference or examples that tap into their life experience of their black students so yes, that is all true, you guys. That is all true. And I remember at the time of this recording right now, about, it was two weeks ago, I had stuff for um, sixth grade. And, that, and that's what I've been mainly doing now, sixth grade. Um, and I remember like my second or third time subbing for sixth grade. I remember because these students, like most, like most all of my classes of those sixth graders, like, and, and I just had only subbed for them. This was like my second to third time. And like during my playing period, you guys, I just, because every student that I had, you guys, they were so excited to see me back subbing for them because the first time they absolutely loved me and they said they can't wait for me to be their substitute again and then when they saw me again the second time they were so happy excited to see me because I connected with all the students you guys not only just the black students but all students and during my playing period you guys when all of my students had said that to me you guys I just I just got emotional I really did I got emotional because it's just I thought that, I don't know, I just, it, 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 it made me feel good. It just made me feel really good about this. So, so that is why um, this particular topic right here, it's, this, this is my favorite moment of the show. This is, is it really is. Um, so um, Andrew, you wanted to add something in before we um, go to break? It won't. I actually do. Uh, wait, hold on. Oh, wait. I'm not muted. All right. Um, trust me, if you see the, 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 the bloopers that we had on the show, many times I've been quiet because my, I've been muted. So, yeah. 
but anyway, uh, I have to agree with you on that. I mean, um, just recently, the funny thing is that day that episode came out, um, I don't know if it's, is it still out? Whenever the episode is out, um, at the school that I'm at right now, they just hired a, a African-male teacher. So it's great at that. So I think we're in the right direction. I guess they yeah. heard me on, on the educators. So they, they must have paying attention of what I, I said on the educators. Um, Cause I, I was shocked. I was like, Oh, okay. So we have another, African-American male, that is a teacher, sixth grade, that is teaching sixth grade math. Appreciate y'all. Let's, let's, let's keep adding more. Let's keep adding more, uh, more of those uh, yes. African-American males to, to the building. Okay. Uh, going back to what you said of the sixth grade, um, about seven for sixth grade. Um, fun fact, I, I subbed at a middle school, sixth grade, sixth grade social studies at that. Sub there, uh, I was subbed there for a day. I was subbed there for a day. And like Damon said, the kids like me. They, well, they love me at that. And then the teacher that I subbed for, uh, she has gotten emails saying that how good I was and um, even the students that I that I sub for, they want to be back. So I told them, that, and this is what I said. I said, if your teacher's going to be out again, I will make sure that I will come back. Yeah. Okay. That I will reach out to her, and I and I and I will reach out to her, and say, hey, I want to sub for your class again because. You know, and funny thing is, here we are in May. I'm going to sub for that teacher again um, in the next, next week or so. Um, by the time this episode comes out, it's already happened. But again, that's just to show how, how we make influence on people's <laughs> lives and how yes. we can make a difference in people's lives and and i can see why I, it, it's not just demon's favorite moment it's also mine as well yeah uh, because there's not many of us out there and like i said before in that episode the younger generation is coming in you have 22, 23, 24. And like I said, again, you have KJ that's already a teacher slash coach. You have Damien as a sub. Um, and then you have myself as a sub slash coaching. Like, the, like us, this generation are, is... Basically taking over the education world, basically. So we're coming with with powerful, powerful force. Mm -hmm. 
So, and I, and I, and I think the, the people that are watching this or the people that are listening to this can agree, you know, we're not, we're not saying that you're not doing a good job. We're just giving you advice and tips on how to be better. Like, um, Coach Darnell said, this is like one of your PDs. This is one of your professional development. So true. I mean, you don't have to listen to us, but at least just listen. Listen to what we have to say so that you know what to do. Like, if you're not having a good classroom management, then go back to one of our episodes where we give you advice on classroom management and on building relationships with your students. Take notes, okay? Learn from other people. That's why we have special guests on here, to learn. Yeah, we might not say anything at the time, but best because we're listening we're taking advice we're so that once we get in the education field which we are now we know what to do we're basically getting a head start and let us hear each other out let, let us do that let us do that and so hopefully you know in the next few years Hopefully, there will be more Black um, educators in schools. But, yeah, like Andrew said, you know, we're, you guys, we are, we are already in the ballgame. We're already in the ballgame. So, um, we're going to have to take a break, you guys, and we'll be back um, with more um, favorite moments from the show. So, stay right there watching the educator. guys welcome back to the educators um, now you guys we actually we have one topic to discuss on today um, which is we have all heard um, the term the term hindsight is 2020 um, which means sometimes clarity can only come after you learn a lesson in life well, today, since we are looking back at some of our favorite moments from this season, I thought about the importance of reflection as a way to move forward. 
Um, expert says, looking back builds confidence and allows you to recognize patterns that can prevent you from making the same mistakes over and over again. So I want to ask this question to Andrew. How important do you think it is to look back in order to move forward in life? Well, for me, um, I'm, I'm going to go first with this. How, how important do you think it is to look back in order to move forward? Well, for me, okay, you guys don't, I, I probably, I probably have probably mentioned this onto the show, maybe, but for me, for me, you know, to learn from my mistakes. I and I just need to keep on moving forward. I can't go back because if I go back and reflect on the mistakes that I had made, for me, this is just for me, that is not going to make me a better person in life. That's just with me, you guys. For me, of how I need to learn from my mistakes, I just got to keep on pushing it. Keep on pushing every single day because we're all humans. We're going to make mistakes. That's just a part of us. We all need to learn from them. But with me, to reflect, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Don't go back. Don't go back. Because if you go back, you're, you're doing, you, you bring in, you, this is just with me, you guys, okay? This is just with me. I don't know about with Andrew. You're just bringing in, you're just bringing all that in into your current life now. Sorry, that's just with me. So to, to, to basically sum up everything, just keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. Don't go back. Don't go back. What about with you, Andrew? What do you think? How important you think it is to look back in order to move forward in your life? What do you think? Really to learn from it. Learn from the mistakes that you did. And yeah, learn from learn from the mistakes that you did and move on. Okay. Um, um, it's kind of like cause and effect, basically. Yeah. Um, kind of like... Um, you know, keep pushing forward, keep moving, you know. Yeah, like I said, if, yeah. If you did something wrong, learn from it, learn from your mistake, and then move forward, okay? You've already learned, you already learned your lesson, you already did that. So keep pushing forward, move forward in the right direction. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Kind of like with my story. Almost, <laughs> which you can watch on the on the educators, yeah. Um, where I tell my life story. Okay, I learned from a lesson, and then here I now, and here I am now, uh, about oh, 12 years later. Yeah, twelve years later. Uh, I'm I'm a building sub, so you know. That's just that's just an example. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah, you know, just like what I said earlier. Yeah, you gotta keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward, you guys. Keep pushing forward. Don't don't 
like I said with me, don't go back. Don't you just gotta keep keep pushing forward. If I could speak on today, I'm just having trouble with words on today, you guys. I am so sorry. My gosh, this is supposed to be be our favorite moment episode on today, and I'm just stumbling with words. So, um, but yeah, just keep pushing forward, you guys. Keep pushing forward. So we're gonna have to take a break, but don't you worry, we're gonna be back with more favorite moments from season seven of The Educators. So stay right there, you're watching The Educator. back to the educator so you guys all show long we are sharing some of our favorite moments from this season and we got another clip so check out this clip of one of andrew's favorite moments from this season so check it out the omicron surge has schools across america struggling with whether kids should be inside the classroom or if remote learning is safer um, for our students so during the first week of January, students in Chicago have had neither, you guys, of in-person learning or virtual uh, for the past couple of weeks because of a standoff between their teacher unions. And the mayor, Mayor Laura, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she said at a press conference that I will not allow them to take our children hostage. I won't allow them to compromise the future of future generations of CPS students. We want our students and our teachers and our staff back on Friday. And anybody who does that will be paid. But does, but does who, but, 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 blah, but for those who do not, um, they will not be paid. We will not pay you. We will not pay for an unlawful, unliteral strike. So Andrew, the question is, do teachers have the right to stay home for their own safety? What do you think? What's your take? This, is, this, has, this has been the biggest news, the biggest topic during the first week of January. Oh, I'm sorry, what? What, what happened? I'm sorry. Um, texting people, I'm texting the um, people right now because I'm worried of the of, of breaking news that I just told y'all. Uh, so what happened? Okay, so during the first week of January, students mm -hmm. in Chicago, they mm -hmm. have had neither of in-person learning or remote learning because mm -hmm. of, you know, the big Omicron surge in Chicago and with COVID. And mm -hmm. the mayor, 
she said at a press conference that she will not allow this to happen. She will not allow this to take over with doing school. She will not allow students and teachers and her staff to take their children hostage of doing what's best for that district. And she goes on to say that anybody, anybody that refused of having our students back inside the classroom or remote learning will not be paid. So I want to ask you this, you know, do teachers, do they have the right to stay home for their own safety? If it's an option, if it's a, if it's a, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If it's a choice, if it's optional, if it's optional, because yeah. I know some teachers are doing virtual academy, so if it's optional, but I'm quite confused, but does... What? But who does not, well, we will not pay. I'm quite confused by that. But what do you mean by that? Like, are you saying that teachers that don't do in-person learning don't get paid? Yeah. Why? That's, that's, that's stupid. That's really stupid. Because what? Hey, uh, since you don't want to do in-person learning, since you don't want to teach students at your school in person, we're just not going to pay you. What about the safety of our teachers and our students? I mean, but there's a whole periodic table going on. This, 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 this just made. And there's a whole variant going on. The Omicron variant going on. How, mm, this is a good way. How am I supposed to pay my bills? How am I supposed to pay? How am I supposed to pay my bills? I got car insurance to be paid for. I got a car payment to pay for. I got to get groceries for my kids. I gotta pay house mortgage. How am I supposed to pay my bills? And my bills ain't paid. By you saying that since I don't want to do in-person learning, then I'm gonna I, then you're not so you don't care about other people's safety. That's what it seems like to me. But when I ask you for some help, you could be like, well, you should have done in-person learning. What? What? I'm sorry. You say what? You should do in-person learning. Well, you know what? No, because I'll take my opportunities somewhere else. Because I have bills to pay. I need to keep food on my table or else I'm going to be homeless. 
How am I supposed to support my kids? Hell. Next thing you know, I don't have a car to go to work. Next thing you know, I'm going to lose my house. How? Answer that question. Since you don't want to pay people that um, that doesn't want to do in-person learning, um, how else am I going to pay my bills? How else? Tell me. Because if I don't, uh, I'm not going to have a car. I'm not going to have food. I don't have a place to live in. Don't have support for my kids. And as you know, uh, the students that's at school will be like, where will my teacher go? But wait, Andrew, there's more to the story. There's more. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because as of January, Friday, January 14, students walk out over COVID-19 in-person learning conditions in schools. Walkouts are happening in Chicago, Boston, New York City, and more. Public school students in Boston left their classroom at 10.30 a.m. on Friday to demand that local leaders take more initiative in reducing the spread of COVID-19 in schools and implement a two-week period for remote learning. We will then stand there for exactly 10 minutes, one minute for every 100,000 new COVID cases found on the 2nd of January. Um, according to a post from a student. Following the walkout, students held a webinar to discuss their fears about the handling of the pandemic in schools. And students at the virtual event recounted their urge to take action and keep their fellow students, teachers, and staff safe. So, and then a statement to ABC News, Boston Public School says that it believes deeply in students advocating for what they believe in. As they should. Yeah. As they should. As, yeah. as they should. Yeah. So props to them. Yeah. But I'm out of Chicago right now. I'm out of Chicago. So now walkouts are happening all over the world now. I wouldn't say not, not necessarily over the world, but I would well, say as of now, yes. Well, as of now, yeah, but I, but I tell you this. Um, I'm glad I'm not. How about this? You know, how about we do this? We do one full week of in-person learning. Actually, scratch that. Let's do two weeks of in-person learning, right? So let's do that. Then let's do another two weeks because there's four weeks in a month, right? Yeah, there's four weeks in a month. So let's do this. Let's do two weeks of in-person learning and then the last two weeks of remote learning. Boom, done. Problem solved. Okay, so that way 
so that that way not only I think that's a great idea. Two weeks of in-person learning and then two weeks of remote learning. That should be a good idea. That's a great idea. Then you think? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a great idea there. And yes, teachers are going to get paid. Yes. Not like Chicago. <laughs> if you want to do in-person learning, you're going to get paid. If you want to do online learning, you're still going to get paid. Unlike Chicago over here. Unlike Chicago. Yeah. That, re that really took me. Mm. You know what? I'm not going to say it. That really pissed me off. That really pissed me off. If you don't want to do in-person learning, you're not going to get paid. You know, the mayor in Chicago, yeah. Her words. That really, that really pissed me off, really. All right. All right. All right, you guys. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, st I, st I still, you, you guys watching that back, I still can't believe, I still can't believe it. During the first week of January, officials in Chicago canceled classes for hundreds of thousands of public school students after a standoff between the mayor and the teacher union over whether in-person learning was safer or not. <sighs> Andrew, why was this? <laughs> One of your favorite moments from this season. Why? 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 This this still cringe me to this day of and we just watched this back, hearing from you, then hearing from me. This mayor right here in Chicago, what in the world was she thinking? What was she thinking? I mean, seriously, risking the students and the teachers lie for this. Why? Why, why, why on earth? Why? I, I don't understand this. I don't understand this right here. Teachers wanted during, during that time because um, the Omicron surge was, was starting to happen. And during that time, people, during that time in January, in January, you guys, this is May right now. In January, teachers in Chicago, they wanted to do in-person learning for their students. They did not want to risk their own lives of doing, of, you know, having class in the school building. They did not want to do that. They wanted to, to protect themselves and also their students. This, Andrew, Andrew, why was this? Why? What was this one of your favorite moments? Because they really got on my nerves with that. Yeah. Okay. They want time out. Teachers don't want to get paid because you don't want to do in-person learning. Please. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous and it's stupid. Yeah. Like, why? Like, oh, since you want to do um, in-person learning, you're just not going to get paid. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, like I said. Yeah. Like, what am I? What am I supposed to do? You know, tell me, because <laughs> I have no idea. Please tell me. Please tell me. These teachers, you guys, they was just protecting themselves and also their students during that time. That was it. That was it. That was it. Why? Why? Oh, yeah. Why couldn't? She, why couldn't the Chicago mayor? Why couldn't she understand that? Because she's not an educator. Exactly. Exactly. She's not an educator. Okay. So she's not. I think she's not thinking about all the educators that's in Chicago. Okay. She didn't ask. She didn't ask the the teachers, all the educators in Chicago about their input. She didn't ask to do a survey or anything like that. No. She just sees what's best fit for everyone without no response. Okay. That's basically what happened. Okay. So, and this is why we should have... This is why we should have like more educators in the political standpoint now, because they know what is the problem. They know yeah. what's the problem. They know how to fix it. Well, you got some people out there that has no, uh, no teacher background. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to be the, for example, how are you going to be the Department of, of Education, but you have no teaching experience? Right. That don't make any sense. Like, how are you going to be part of the school board of education, but you have not? but you haven't been teaching at all. Like you have zero teaching experience. Mm -hmm. Like we need educators to be part of board of education or department of education because they know what they're talking about. Like you got some people that's in there that have no clue what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. They have not visit classrooms that have not mm -hmm. seen the problems and think, oh, everything's okay. Everything's fine. No, everything is not fine. Because you got sub shortages. You have teachers that are leaving, not because the kids, but because of pay. You have textbooks that are worn out that haven't been used. Like, there are some problems in the education field that needs to be fixed. It, that is why you guys, that is why I have said, uh, I made a post about this on, 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 on to my Instagram about saying, this is why it's so important 
for us, you guys? When is the right time for us to vote that we need to put in the right people into these kinds of positions, you guys? That is why we need people with experience. That is what we need. That is what we need. People who know their stuff, experience. Being inside of a classroom, this and that. This, this is, I, I don't know. I have no idea what in the world, the world is turned into these days, you guys. I have no idea. I just have, I have no idea. It's absolutely ridiculous of, of how these people these days, that it, it, it just, they don't care. I'm sorry, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't. They don't care about our teachers. They don't care about our students. They really don't. And that is why we're going to continue on being in a mess that we're in until we, as Americans, do something about it instead of sitting around and just watching it happen. So, um, yeah, okay. We're going to break it guys, because that just gave me a headache. So, we're gonna have to take a break, but we're gonna be right back um, with my favorite moment of the show from this season. So stay right there, you want your dedicator. the educators now all the show long guys we have been sharing some of our favorite moments from season seven of the educators and it's time to check out this clip of what's one of my favorite moments from this season so check it out this was a couple of weeks ago um on twitter that they embark on a celebrity um power manifestation project um, of positive thinking. So you have Maggie Stallion, you have Matthew Cherry, you had Demi Lovato, and either um, other celebrities who chime in on past tweets that have become a reality talking about making something happen. So, Andrew, have you ever manifest something into your life that you set it out you know your goals, and you're just putting it out into the universe, and hopefully your dreams will come true. Have you have you did anything like that or think anything about that? Do you write in your journal or say whatever 
No, not really. Okay. Mm -mm. No, not really. Okay. So you don't give yourself positive thinking of what you want in your life. I mean, I do at times. I do at times, but sometimes it doesn't go the way that I want it to be. So I'm just like, well, got to go to plan B, right? So, Yeah. And that, and, and that is totally fine. Yes, because our plan A's, you guys, they will not always go the way that we want it. So that is why, you know, we all need to have a plan B. Um, for backup if our plan A does not work out um, correctly. So yeah, um, with me, I mean, I have some things and some goals and I'm looking at one right now and I'm just knocking stuff all over the place. Um, I have this affirmation that I say every morning because I believe that if I say this very constantly, then things will happen in my life. Because as you guys know, I am a positive person. I think positive about everyone. I don't think negative of my haters or, you know, the people I don't know. I think positive on everyone. And I have this saying right here, and hopefully you guys can like see it. But I'm going to read it out, which says, and this is from my favorite um, person. And it says, something good is going to happen in my life. And something good is going to happen through me today. I want something for me. This is just with me. I don't know about you guys. But when I say this, I know that even if I, if, if, if I woke up this morning and I wasn't feeling great and I'm quiet throughout the day, I'm having a bad day. If I say this constantly to, my, to myself, I know that I got this, that I can do anything when I say this. Something It, it may not be something good. It may be whatever. But when I say this, I think positive. I think positive that something great is going to happen in my life. Probably not either um, today, probably not going to happen tomorrow or next week, but I know that something good is going to happen in my life because I'm a positive person. I think positive. I don't think, oh, okay, ooh, what's going to happen? Okay, I don't think negative. That, that is not me. If you guys think negative thoughts, then guess what? That's going to happen in your life. Sorry, but if you think negative thoughts all the time, then bad things are going to happen to you. That's just with me. That's my opinion. If you think negative thoughts, you need to rethink because if your life's not going the way that you plan of how you want it, you probably need to change something in your life. Okay. That's just with me. All right. So yeah, um, that um, particular topic that um, we had discussed, that is one of my favorite moments, you guys, because and um, Andrew, I, I I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you remember this, but remember back in season four, um, we brought on, um, we interviewed my sister, um, and that was 
to me, the best interview that, you know, we had onto the show because there was like some great, um, great things uh, came out to that. And I don't know who started off first, but we had a good convo of to where we, and mainly me, of where that I don't need negative people um, into my life. I don't. I don't got time for that into my life. I need energy that lifts me up every day. And um, that is why, you guys, I do the things that um, I enjoy doing. For instance, saying that um, affirmation, um, saying um, for me, be the best person, be the, uh, be the best version of you and own you. Don't try to be someone that you're not, you know, positive energy. Um, so, you know, tell you guys, uh, we're going to have to take a break and we, 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 I was doing good. I was doing good. We, we will have, we are going to take a break, you guys, and we will be right back to wrap up our show for today. So stay right there. Watching the educators. Love watching the educators. You could be a part of our conversation too. The educators is active on social media. Like us on Facebook and be a part of our conversation by telling us what you think. Follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes content of our show. And follow us on Twitter to stay up to date with what's happening on our show and the world. You keep the conversation going. So get social with your friends now. Like, comment, and connect with us on The Educators. Welcome back. Um, we had a great show today, you guys. Appreciate all of you guys for um, tuning in to this episode right here to where we share our favorite moments from this season of the show. Um, so, yeah, it's been a great show. It's been a great show today. So, you guys, that is it for our show today. We really appreciate all of you guys. So, thank you so much for tuning in and catch us back here next time on The Educator. So, we'll see you guys next time.